Welcome to the SJ Child Show. This episode is sponsored by Water and Body Basics. Visit 3440 South, 5600 West, West Valley City, Utah. Mention SJ Childs today. Hi, and thanks for joining the SJ Child Show. I'm your host, SJ Childs, and today I have a special guest coming all the way from Saskatchewan, Canada, Mike Vandenberg. He's the owner of Red Goat. I'm going to let him talk to you about his company and the services he provides. Hi, Mike. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, thank you, SJ. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to the conversation. Um, you know, getting in this podcast business, it's always nice to be talking to different people. And you in Utah, it's the first time I've done a podcast in Utah. So hopefully the people enjoy our stuff and, and we can go. So as you're saying, I just, um, I own uh, Red Goat. It's a, it's a health and wellness center. It's, uh, we started out, it's kind of evolved over the last few years. Uh, we started out as a a training center for athletes. We we then did general population and athletes, and we still do some athletes, but our main focus right now is the health and wellness of 40 plus uh, people. And uh, we have, we have uh, clients all the way from, you know, age 10 all the way to age 75. So we got quite a range, but uh, right now, as I'm getting older, um, like all of us, we start to think more about our health and wellness. And so my taste has kind of evolved. And this is where we're at now is helping adults realize that because they're getting older, they don't have to stand put and, and just kind of let old age take over. They can be active and healthy and uh, enjoy the retirement instead of just sitting on the couch sort of thing. So that's what we're into right now. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I think that tailoring these types of services to the older, um, you know, parent population is fantastic because just like you said, we get complacent in our lives and our daily lives. And, um, we don't, uh, sometimes take our health and our wellness into consideration. So this is a really great, uh, service that you're providing. I'm really happy. How did you get into being into fitness and wellness? Well, I, I was a, a, a minor league athlete. I was a minor league uh, hockey player for a number of eight uh, years, about eight years. And then I was a professional hockey coach. Um, and I lived in the Southern United States for probably 12 to 15 years kind of time range. I moved back to Canada to continue my coaching career, but there's just a different calling. Um, so I love coaching athletes. That's great. But I just felt like I had a different pull towards people and helping people. And uh, what I discovered when I, when I quit coaching to do this full time is that I'm still coaching every day. Um, it's just a different way of coaching. And I really enjoyed it. And it's evolved. It's really evolved. So when we're talking about adults, the one thing that is really key for me is that it also helps their children, mm-hmm. right? So I tell my clients all the time, your, your kids are watching you all the time, right? And they're learning from you. If if you're unhealthy or not exercising or eating unhealthy, that's what they'll do. It's not their fault. That's just what they're going to do. Whereas if you lead by example, and it's nothing crazy, we don't say you got to go zero to a hundred. It's just little increments. It's being consistent. It's being active. It's going out. It's if you're going out to eat, just eating healthier, choosing healthier foods, your kids then 
will adapt that same mindset. And we always tell our clients, you know, 80% um, is, the, is the general rule for us. So eat healthy 80% of the time. Enjoy yourself a little bit, but but eat healthy 80% of the time. Your kids will do the same. Um, so it's kind of a holistic approach to the family into fitness. But uh, we're trying to push adults to say, you know what, I can continue to do this versus having to sit on the couch and do nothing. And that's that's the main drive behind this. So it actually heals the whole family or helps the whole family. But at the same time, a lot of coaches or a lot of adults need coaching to get motivated and keep going. Yeah, that is certainly true. And I love that we can provide these types of topics because the discussion needs to really be about healthy families. And that's what you're bringing with these kinds of things. Yeah. When you go to, when you have a family come in and what kind of goals are you having them set on a day-to-day basis? Well, number one, their number one goal should always be about consistency. So, um, you know, I try to, I try to keep it pretty simple for them. The simpler, the better. So be consistent, number one, right? Slowly change things. I always tell my clients, you don't want to change everything drastically. Go slow. So if you feel like you're eating unhealthy and they always give me a food journal, let's look at that. So consistency in your workouts. So come two, three times a week. I always tell people consistency should be four to five times a week. Now that doesn't mean you got to be with your coach or at a gym four or five. That means going for a walk, going mm-hmm. for a bike ride, uh, going outside playing catch or football with your kids or tag or whatever. Um, just going out and being active four to five times a week is good. Try and go for 30 minutes, 30 to 60 minutes. That's good consistency right there. If you're with a coach, people come to a coach for, for one reason. It's not, it's not the exercises. You can exercise for free. People come to a coach for accountability. Yes. So we 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 set the goals at consistency. Then we set their their goals for um, healthy eating and nutrition, and then we set their goals for physical fitness. So the physical fitness is the smallest part of anybody's week. It all it really is. It, it's eating and it's taking care of yourself, but consistently consistency in eating well, consistencies in movement, and then it all falls into place that way. So that's the first thing we always look at. It will get more specific as people spend more time with me um, and they feel, start to feel more comfortable, then we'll, we'll go. But I always say when they're ready, the number one thing they got to put in with their consistency is a routine. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a routine in the morning or you don't have a routine throughout the day, you're going to get off track. So I always try to get them to get a morning routine together. Yeah. And it can be anything they want, but a routine is what helps your mindset for that day, right? As people get into fitness and are consistent with it, what they notice is before when it was a chore to come to the gym or to eat healthy, when they don't do it, they feel guilty about it. It starts to play on them a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. You want to change that cycle where it's not okay to get out of your routine. It's not okay to be inconsistent um, because that's what health is about is consistency. Yeah, definitely. And I, I really think that when you in, engage your family members to do things like that, first of all, I love that you said lead by example, model the right kind of behavior in your homes, you know, choose, maybe have your children help you write a healthy shopping list, you know, have them help you pick the foods out and then, you know, I'll take a walk together and talk about, you know, maybe 
the goals that you guys are going to be making so that you're not only engaging in the exercise, but you're also having that family communication, which is also so important. Yeah, we have, I have uh, clients that are, that work out with their families or bring their kids. Um, and I'm very okay with it. So um, they've always, you know, when people started me say, well, you know, can I bring my son or yeah, absolutely. Because that's teaching them the right way to do things. I had a client last night, actually, we were kind of joking because his, his 11 year old son was with him and he had, uh, he was with grandma and grandpa and had um, an ice cream cone from McDonald's or, uh, you know, a frozen <laughs> treat from McDonald's. And I, I was bugging him because I'm said, if you were with your dad today, you wouldn't have got that. And his dad said <laughs> no. And he knows when he's with his grandparents that he can get it. So he doesn't get it at home, but he gets that, he gets that away from, from his dad. Yeah. And then I have another family that the, the teenage uh, daughter, she's 15, the son is 12, and then mom and dad, uh, they all work out together, mm. right? So I do a general workout for them all, and and we scale it to each of them, but it's also a family bonding time, yeah. right? And uh, it, it really helps their whole, you can see the dynamic when they're together, right? Yeah. And you can see how that's going. And, and mom's a busy lady and dad's a busy lady, and that's an hour that they get to do something physical together. Yeah. So, um, you know, they take that to heart, right? So three times a week, they come in and they work out as a family. And it's great for their whole chemistry. I love that. I think that that's a really, um, really positive. We really need to, you know, support our kids right now during every, the pandemic is really hard on adults, but it's three, five, 10 times as hard on kids because right. they don't, they've never navigated any situations like this where, and neither have we, but we're all learning together. We need to provide them all of the right kind of tools. Um, but, you know, going back to uh, supporting adults and going, you know, over 40 and you start, you know, my husband and I like to joke that, oh no, our gingerbread legs are starting to crack, you know, and <laughs> oh no, that's the sh German shepherd back, you know, yeah, <laughs> kind yeah, of yeah. giving out. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that a lot of times people think, oh, my back is hurting. My legs are hurting. I shouldn't exercise. What do you, what is your advice about that? It's a complete opposite, complete opposite. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, I always say, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Right. And, and I think a lot of adults, especially hit that 40 or 45 and you hear this a lot from them. Well, I'm 45. Why would I do that? Well, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, do you want to just sit around and do it? If you are moving. So my routine in the morning is I get up and I have my, I turn my coffee on, but then I go into a stretching and mobility routine. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty simple. That just keeps your muscles alive and awake. So, so that's what I added to my routine. I went through health issues myself and that's why I've kind of done this, right? As I get older, my changes in health and fitness have changed completely. I'm probably in better shape now at 49 than I was at 39, right? Just because I know it's more important now, but your muscles are going to get uh, you're going to lose some strength if you don't use them, right? And the other thing is your hips. What people don't understand is your hips are the first thing that start to lose their strength. Well, if you lose strength in your hips and then your core, you start to lean forward. And if you're losing muscle mass, now you're starting to curve forward. And you'll see older adults who are leaning forward and having trouble walking. Joint uh, mobility, uh, muscle lengthening, that's all the most important thing. Lifting weights is fine. Um, doing body weight stuff is fine. All that is good. Your cardiovascular is all good. But if your joints and you start to lose your muscle strength, it, you're not going to be moving as good. Yeah. But if you just start to add in a mobility routine, you're going to feel better already. 
And once you start to feel all better, better and your joints feel better, you're going to be more active. Mm-hmm. I use this story all the time. When I retired, I was 31 and no one told me to quit eating as much as I was eating as an athlete and to keep working out. And so I was eating four to 5,000 calories a day, wow. but I wasn't working out three hours a day. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it didn't take long to add a lot of weight on. Then it didn't take long for health problems to set in. Mm. So now I'm in my early 30s and I'm diabetic. I have high <laughs> blood pressure. My joints, I retired because of arthritis. Putting on an extra 80 pounds hurt my joints more. So then I got in the point where, well, I don't want to walk on the treadmill because it hurts. Right. So then I convinced myself, well, I don't want to hurt myself. And we do that all the time. We convince ourselves, oh, we're hurting ourselves. You're not hurting yourself. You got to get through that little bit of uncomfort um, to get to a place where you need to be. And as soon as you start losing a few pounds, the the amount of pressure that comes off your joints is, is tremendous. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. As you start to lose weight, as you start to get, you actually feel a lot better. Then you can continue to do more things. And now there's, there's so much you can do. You don't have to pound weights all the time. You don't have to do anything hard. You can do body weight. You can do mobility. You can ride a bike. You know, there's so many options out there, but it's a mindset. It's, yeah. it's whether people want to convince themselves that they shouldn't be doing that or I'm 45 or I'm 50. I shouldn't be doing that. Well, you can, you can do it. You, you can still build muscle into your 70s and 80s. Yeah. Right? Wow. You know, and I always tell my older clients, this is the number one thing. When you're older, continue to work out because the more mobile and the more strength you have, the longer you can live by yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't feel like, oh, I can't do that. So I'm going to move into a care home or whatever. Yeah. Don't you want to stay as active by yourself as long as you possibly can? Like that's so the true. way I look at it. Yeah. I have a 70 year old client. She started with me, uh, or 69, sorry. She, she started with me in November. She lost her husband a couple of years ago. She, she has health problems. Um, so then health problems, especially in older people start to turn into mental health problems. Yes. Right. And that's where she was. And by the end of January, Boom. She's loving life again. She's at the gym. She's coming on extra days to do, you know, extra walking in the treadmill. And that's her. And now her whole life has changed a little bit. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the power of exercise. It also heals your mind and it can get your mind going in the right direction a lot of times. I really love that you said that. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, even little changes, like you said, you know, my husband and I just implement different stretching, you know, like you said, stretching and getting, you know, your joints and we did it separately for a really long time. And then we just started doing it together. And it was so nice because we have the accountability, like you said, of one another. And it just, we find that it just makes us feel so much better. And, um, yeah, a relationship I, too that helps build that extra bond, right? Yes, so the more true. time together doing something that you're both enjoying to do. Yeah, and, and, and feel so important. much better. Yeah, yeah it's so important. important. I wish that our you know older generations would understand and have, like you said, this more of a mindset that the movement is life. You know, I'm a former massage therapist, and so I believe the same thing. You know, moving the body, the body has to constantly keep moving. You have right. to keep it in its uh, you know 
tensegrity and keeping it to its best abilities. And so I completely agree with that. And not that I make the best health choices. I'm not going to say I'm the fitness guru here. You know, that's why I have Mike on the show, but you know, it, I'm, I'm learning myself and we all are every single day. We're all learning. And like you said before, I want to touch, if you're not making changes, you're not growing. You're just right. being stagnant in your life. And who wants that? Right, exactly. I mean, it's all about experiencing it as much as you can. And so I started the Wandering Red Goat Project. And what that is, is so that uh, about a week ago, I turned 49. Yeah, so I then. decided that, thank you. I decided that in my 49th year or 50th year going into my 50th birthday, I'm going to challenge myself to 50 different adventures that I would never do. Right. Wow. So um, last weekend, I did a 48 hour challenge with Tom Shea, a, a former uh, Navy SEAL out of South Carolina. And it was hosted by Jody Barrett from Regina from Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada. She got me to do this. And I, at first I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to stay up for 48 <laughs> hours and do all this stuff. But then I thought to myself, no, you made a promise that you're going to do 50 adventures. That's the day after your birthday. Bang. So that was number one. And I'm glad I did it because it's, again, that mindset about growing. We don't we don't want to get out of our comfort zones. Mm -hmm. But in health and fitness, if we don't get out of our comfort zones, we're going to stay in the same spot we're in. Mm -hmm. and, and be preventive about your health and, and, you know, your medical conditions. Get out there and be preventive about it. Yeah. Don't wait to react to a health problem. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of physical problems like joints and muscles, not all of them, but a lot of them can be done with strength and can be fixed with strength instead of, oh, well, I'm just going to take some ibuprofen here and just hope that the pain goes away. It, there's always a cause to the problem, right? Yeah. And a lot of it is, is you can fix through strength. Yeah. And that's well, a true fact. And I really think that our bodies are just so magnificent that, you know, uh, it, it just makes me think of a whole variety of things, a whole variety of topics, you know, health, mental health, um, just so many relationships, everything. When you have that um, ability to keep moving forward, to keep wanting to help yourself, help your family, you know, help the ones you love and just really be a voice of a better, you know, for a better tomorrow for everyone. I think that that really resonates with, with everything here. And it really has a lot to do with, like you said, keeping your spirit alive in your mind and just really, I, I love that you're doing that adventures. I can't wait to hear more about that and, and <laughs> kind of catch up with you and see how that turns out. I'm excited. Well, actually I want to, one of the things I want to do is I want to come to Utah when the borders right. open and do some cycling, right? Some mountain biking yes. because I've driven through Utah and it's beautiful. And I'd like to get on my mountain bike and, and kind of adventure through there as much as possible. Yeah. Wonderful. We'll stop and have a beer or something. We'd love to. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for coming on to the show today and really helping educate our older, you know, listeners in the importance of their health and wellness. Um, where can we find you on um, websites, social media? Tell us where, where you're at. Okay. I have two social uh, media platforms that I use um, at redgoat underscore SC is my Instagram. My second Instagram that is going to start to uh, follow these ventures is uh, the wandering red goat. Um, and then I have, uh, my Facebook, uh, page is, uh, red goat. 
That's all just where I go. Yep. And And then I have a YouTube channel coming with all the videos of my adventures. So the first one is just getting edited right now and will hopefully be up with a, uh, within a week. And that, and that uh, YouTube channel is called wandering red goat. So wonderful. uh, yeah. I'll put all the links in the description so you know where yeah, to find our podcast. Everything. Sorry, our podcast is Wandering Red Goat as well. So Oh, great. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love it. So where did you come up with the the name and the idea the the Wandering Red Goat? Well, Red Goat, uh, when I started my company in 2005, um, Red Goat just became a natural name. Now, my beard is now white <laughs> as I'm getting it. older. But at one time, my goatee was red, and it was just a name that was was given to me, and I, <laughs> I took it. That. I thought that was great. And um, it's kind of evolved over the last few years, but Wandering Red Goat is the project uh, that I decided to come up with where I'm just going to go and do 50 adventures and showcase them and show people that at whatever age, you can do whatever you want. And it's not, you're not too old to try new things. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's key, right? A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to try new things, but we have to, to grow. Uh, our mindset has to grow and that physically we have to grow. So you got to do things you never wanted to do. And yeah. so that's where the Wandering Red Goat came into and the Wandering Red Goat project. So I'm hoping it'll continue. We'll get through one year and then we'll see how it goes from there. Oh, I can't wait to follow that and see how it goes as well. That's really, really exciting and inspiring. So inspiring for others, uh, inspiring to me, inspiring, you know, to hopefully awesome. my kids and and on as on and on. So thank awesome. you so much for being here today. It's been well, such a pleasure you. talking to you and um, learning more about this. And we'll definitely be in touch. Thank you, SJ. Best of luck to you and your podcast. We'll, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Mike. Thank you.